Tri-Ball is ready. The Tri-Ball Pinball Podcast starts now. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tri-Ball Podcast, part two of our interview with Travis Murray. We're going to take a little break from the tournament talk, starting off part two here, and go right into Johnny's Community Calendar. I have, I want to insert my segment that is long reoccurring here on the Tri-Ball Podcast. I'm talking about the community calendar. Does everyone remember the last community calendar city? I think it was in Iowa. Yeah, it was like Iowa, some someplace yes. in Iowa. So, as you guys at home might know, we pick a city in the United States and see where the nearest IFPA tournament is. And just give it a shout out. You know, spreading the gospel of pinball to small towns everywhere. Are you guys ready to pick a city? Yes. Yes. Okay, here we go. Looks like today's city is... Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ooh. Ooh, yes. Hello to everyone in New Mexico. Now, first off, who's ever been to New Mexico? I feel like Travis would be. That's where all the aliens are at, right? Roswell. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's potentially a city of aliens. It's also a stop in Ticket to Ride if you played that game. Anyway, Santa Fe is Spanish for Holy Faith, for those wondering. Santa Fe is also the capital of New Mexico and was founded as a Spanish colony in 1610. As of the 2020 census, Santa Fe has a population of 87,505. And they do have a tournament coming up soon. If you are in the area, August 24th... Oops, sorry, that's when registration opens. Got ahead of myself. September 2nd, 2023, there is the Desert Moon Classics Only 3 Pinball Tournament. This is limited to 16 players, with the top 8 players continuing to play off. One playoff game will be played to determine seating of the top four players. Then a second playoff game will be played to determine seating of players five through eight. Finally, a final game will be played by the top four players to determine final standings. The fifth through eighth players will play a second playoff game to determine their final standings. It seems like a small tournament, so probably not a Whopper Fest out there, and it looks to be at someone's house, so I'm not going to name the address publicly for this one. But you can look it up if you are in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool that they're bringing the playoffs into, like, a local event. I like that idea. The biggest thing they they left out of here is, is it bring your own beer? Is there going to be food? I see none of that in the description. So if you want to find out more, contact Kurt for Kurt Classics 3, Saturday, September 2nd. Doors open at noon. Competition starts at 1. You can reach out at newmexicopinball at gmail.com, and the cost of entry is free on this one. And speaking of upcoming tournaments, there is, well, it depends on when this comes out, but uh, District 82. Oh, it's coming out. Um, starting on Tuesday, August 15th through Sunday, August 20th, there'll be a tournament every day there, basically. There's Tilton Tuesdays on Tuesday, a beat clock tournament on Wednesday, and then the Summer Pinball Classics for the rest of the weekend, which can consist of three to five tournaments depending on how well you play if you don't make the finals there's always another tournament for you to play in so there's still spots open district82.com check it out yeah six days of pinball is gonna be crazy six days of pinball. if you choose i mean you don't have to do all six why wouldn't you, you? just right well, i am always roped into it so they need my Royalty. rulings there. Place would be chaos. 
So what's the, what's the Tuesday night tournament? That's just a Tilt and Tuesday? Tilt right? and Tuesday is that he does uh, twice a month, every month. Um, it's four rounds of match play in two-bank format. So each round you play a modern and a classic with the same group. Uh, IFPA scoring, 7531. And uh, you do that for four rounds, top 16, do a multi-match play playoff. Um until there's uh, a group of four and they're the top four and we have a winner. And then Wednesday it'll be beat the clock, which is just yeah. a match play until a certain yep. time. Five hours of match group match play on classics tournaments or classic machines rather. I'm sorry. Nice. I am so jealous you guys get to do that. That's probably my favorite, one of my favorite tournaments up there for District 82 is the beat the clock and then followed by all the other tournaments that show up afterwards. Like Summer Classic is a lot of fun to play in. There's a lot of tournaments like, yeah, it'd be a lot for me to list here, but check it out if you're interested because there's still room in all of them. Not much, but... Yeah, you'll be joining us. You'll just be joining us for the Super Series, Travis. So um, if you're in the area you I mean there's still spots open so anybody out there can still register for that one that'll be another really long one too it'll be a lot cooler than New York New York just has steamed hams we've got the Whoppers I do like that there's multiple tournaments too that's like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna travel one of the things that will catch my attention is being able to play in four or five different tournaments or six different tournaments like I can't do it oh, all yeah. the time, but I do enjoy getting just to go just all gas, no brakes all weekend. Right. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I kind of want to make fun of Matt right now. So we were at Matt's house, Johnny and I. <laughs> Johnny and I were at Matt's house on Monday. Uh, well, it was a couple days ago. Two days ago. And, uh, yeah. And we were, I was playing his Transformers, and he has rubber bands what? on the outlanes. He oh, also he has does, it on, yes. He also has it on... <laughs> five he ball play. He also has it on five ball play and Ooh, extra balls. This is giving credit See, this, to Joel I was about here. To say, is this, this is Matt's pin? Matt? And, and I'm happy to admit Matt. this, but I... Neil, would you like to share your score on Transformers with five balls, okay, with extra okay. balls, I kinda, and I kinda, on the out lanes? I, I gave oh, up. I, I gave up. So I gave up. I don't think he gave up. <laughs> This game is too hard. <laughs> so what? What'd you score, Neil? What'd you score with all the Joel mods on there? I I don't remember. I don't remember. Bullshit! It was like, you remember? Yeah, Thirty. It was. It's still on the machine. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight million <laughs> on Transformers on five ball with no outlines. I did. I did get one extra <laughs> box with six balls. So. Oh, it'll be a hard game, man. I just wanted to see what it did. It's kind of like Travis, he's taking the glass off and touching all the switches, but I kind of, you know, when you get a new game, yeah. see what it does. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I can hand I I was I just trying to see that. what it had under the hood, you know. I, I don't think you just got it, though. Yeah, you've had that one for a while. Well, I just started playing it. Sharpshooters, I can't <laughs> walk away from Sharpshooter. Right, I mean, Godzilla, he is the Godzilla topper. So he's probably been playing yeah. that. Well, Matt, wasn't it at like a local bar that used to play a lot? Yeah, but that yeah, that's why I really was excited to see what it had to offer. That okay. makes sense. I'll talk my way out of this. Yeah. Wait, so, what do you think would be the better modification to a game? 
if you're wanting to explore the game. You think it would be putting rubber bands, the Joel mode or mod on the outlanes, or do you think it would be making all like everything in the game on easy and maybe doing five or ten ball game? I mean, easiest for the operator, aka you, would just be to throw a couple of rubber bands on, I think, then messing with all the settings. Yeah, the settings are pretty easy to navigate on Stearns, but the reason I like the rubber bands is because you have no idea how long your multi-balls last when there's no outlane drains. It's great. You know, just ham the whole time. So that's that's kind of why I like them. Oh, I also forgot to mention he has no tilt bobs in both Godzilla and oh, Transformers. That's, that's <laughs> Matt, explain. I didn't know what they were when I got them. I thought they were fishing equipment. <laughs> there, there's that bus. Neil's just driving that bus right over Matt right now. Yeah, it's back up. <laughs> oh, well, we, we can make fun of Neil on this this event a little bit. He parked his vehicle in front of a no parking sign. Yeah the whole entire day <laughs> oh yeah yeah we went to six flags and there's no parking side on that side of three matt you didn't even well, know I that though it's it 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 <laughs> your neighborhood so was your car still there when you oh, got back man. yeah yes it was all, okay. it's all good because i remember so this is funny back when uh neil and i first got to know each other this is a couple of years ago he was actually tasked with uh driving me to the airport in his parents minivan this is the same van, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, here's what happened, Johnny. Neil apparently was so nervous about driving. Guess who had to drive to the airport? Me. You. Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. He got out there and he's just like, I can't do it. I can't drive. How'd you get home, Neil? I, well, I was 16 at the time. Like, I don't know. Well, he was, well, he drove, was confident after I got out of the vehicle. I told him it's like I'm not a, you know I'm not a driver's ed teacher like if you want to you want to go two miles an hour over the speed limit like I know your dad speeds a lot going one mile an hour over the speed limit but man should have you should have Monica give him some driving lessons that's right it's oh Monica my God. who speeds yeah oh yeah I I, uh, I don't she was a race car driver in some other life yeah I'm, I'm just getting Ben Moser flashbacks from from worlds with Colin oh yeah Kalpa. i heard about yeah. that <laughs> tom texted me while it was happening he's just like holy effing shit what's going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i want to say the kilometers transfer to 120 130 miles per hour and this is like germany autobahn so you can go unlimited speed limit and isn't ben crazy. he's like a professional driver or something like that right yeah, he said something like that. I didn't yeah. fully understand. Well, I mean, hopefully he wasn't bullshitting you because it'd be really awkward if he was a uh, amateur driver doing <laughs> right? that speed. <laughs> as long as there's no puke in the back seat, I think it all went well. Yep. So I, I would just want to quickly just mention the the winners of the Silverball Social. So Ryan McQuaid won Silverball Social. Congratulations, congratulations to Ryan. Did did he accept the trophy or did David Fix accept it on his behalf? Uh, and then the beast, um, Jason Zoller took the beast. So congratulations to Jason way to go, Jason. Speaking of beasts, I heard a rumor that Ryan McQuaid's game might be altered beast by Sega. Just a rumor. Oh, I, I thought it was He Man. I don't want him touching He Man. I I'm just kidding. I, I Sonic's awesome. Oh, okay. 
So uh, is your rumor is your rumor pretty solid or? I don't want American Pinball touching He Man. Okay. Oh, so, I you're, said it. so you're hoping it's not He Man. Yeah. Because Matt Matt's got He Man shoes. Like he's a big He Man fan, and he wants Stern, the best manufacturer, to do it. That's so right. Makes sense. Ryan, if you're out there, if you're listening, if you want to, you know, have a rebuttal to that statement. He, Matt says you can't make a good enough game for him to play. I'm sure he can. I'm sure he can. Mr. Transformers, <laughs> write in. Write into our email address, which I think is triballpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. We may check it and we may respond. Ryan's a very nice guy. I've played in a few, met him at a few uh, conventions, and yeah, I was at Silverball Social as well. I'm sure he can make a great yeah. game. I'm looking forward to seeing what he comes out with. But his Sonic. I'm excited. Neil made me wait in line like 45 minutes at MGC to play Sonic. He pulls me off a game of Rush. Dude, you can play Rush any time. And then we're standing behind Steve Bowden and Andy Bagwell in line. I'm like, oh, great. This will go quick. Like, But it was fun. It was worth the wait. Oh, yeah. Sonic's a great game. I know. That ramp is kind of, kind of wide. Wide ramp. But, I mean, it's just a prototype game. So. Okay, so that leads us into the buy, sell, burn topic. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Because okay. we got the Lay American Pinball games, because I thought Ryan McQuaid won, so we have to give American Pinball a shout-out here. So, buy, sell, burn. What are we doing with Hot Wheels, Galactic Tank Force, and Legends of Valhalla? Travis, you have honors. Or you can defer, of course. You don't have to... No, 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 no. I'll own this one. So, does GTF have targets that work up front? Do most of them work on location? I've only played like one multiple, multiple times and the targets all work very well. Okay, then they work. Okay. All right. So if the targets are working as they should, and you're not getting air balls. I would say between those three, I would probably, I would buy GTF, sell Hot Wheels because I did own a Hot Wheels in the past and sold it. And I'd probably have to burn Legends of Valhalla just because it's, I can't buy or sell it, so there's no other choice. I'm sorry, <laughs> Legends. I'm sorry. That's a fun game, though. I do enjoy that game. I didn't play it at all at the Beast, but I've played it on location before. And the theme doesn't do much for me, but the shots are just interesting enough to me. What about the rule card? Didn't you take all that in on the apron <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is it's there's very much a... what is? I know that there's an exploit on Legends of Valhalla, where you just go after, what is it, the, the Beast or the Kraken or something like that. It's like a 50 million point countdown. And the TLS hurry up that you. Can... Yeah, yeah. Cheater! <laughs> no, I think that's a good answer. Um, I've had a lot of time on most of these games. Valhalla the least because that didn't last in my friend's collection very long. Um, definitely burn Valhalla. The shots are a little janky the modes are are cool but nah um but i'm struggling with this one gtf i think i would sell i've had my fun on it uh hot wheels i've played it a lot but i still think there's a lot for me to explore i like the fact that i could walk up to the game and be like okay i'm just gonna do the race and try to get first place in the best amount of time i can i think that's cool and I've never really explored the modes. I don't really know how to play the game properly. I usually just try to go for Redline Mania and get my gears up. But that's that's my pick. Interesting. Should I go next? Yep. All right. 
I am going to buy Hot Wheels, not for the reason you think. I'm going to buy it because the LCD is offset one way. It's different. So it's going to it's gonna be a looker in the lineup. Everyone's going to be like, oh, what's this game? Plus, American Pinball games have that back glass that's real. So I do appreciate that. I guess they probably all do, so never mind. That's kind of a moot point. Um, gameplay on Hot Wheels, I think, is pretty okay. So it's not like the worst game to have in your collection, even if your collection is just... Uh, one game because you're buying and then you're selling and then you're burning. The game I would sell would be Legends of Valhalla. I think it's fun to shoot. I don't like looking at that art, so definitely it's not staying around. I don't know. I feel like maybe it could be better. Maybe Jeff Tulis can just get in there and start. You know, it's his game. Start coding it himself. <laughs> make up for all the make up for all the issues. At this point, right? It's almost abandonware. So Jeff, that's your task. And then I have to burn Galactic Tank Force. Wow, that game is garbage. You heard take. me play that last week. That game, just the sound clipping, the pop-up not popping up, the random resets, it's a buggy mess. In its current state, got to burn it, and I'm going to burn a signature edition. And it's crazy how, like, in the first episode, you were so high on Right, GTA. I was just thinking that he was, like, uh, he was the big GTF fan after... Frankly, frankly, playing it on location made me hate it more. So I liked it when it was at the expo, but it just shows you. Me and Neil were all like, Pulp Fiction, Johnny's like, GTF! GTF! <laughs> I, I mean, I was riding the hype. Everyone loves saying GTF. I'm over that now. Now I say Space Hunt. So... There we go. Give it the times. Yeah, me personally, uh, it's got to be a burn for Valhalla, just because I've all the games I've played of Valhalla usually has some issues with weak flippers or the scoops are kicking down the middle and it's just annoying. So we'll burn that one, and then we will us uh, we'll sell uh, Hot Wheels. I think it's it's decent. It's there's. It's definitely playable. It's not great, but I don't mind playing it in a. I think it's a a good tournament game. Honestly, I don't. I think it's a good tournament game. And then we'll uh, go ahead and buy GTF because it's the newest game, and I want to figure that game out more. And I'm hoping it's just not shooting tanks all day, and they can actually change something about that. Like choose your host, change the game. There we go. Choose your tank. I was going to ask you guys what. So after, so you, you just mentioned change, change your host, change the game, right, Johnny? So yeah, after I did. you guys have been able to chew on Venom for a couple more weeks, what do you guys think about it now? Now that you've seen it played a lot, now that you kind of have an idea of what the game is, what the direction they're going with. Is there anything about that that excites you in terms of their direction that they're taking? I uh, personally invested, I guess, because I've already committed to one. Um, and it's a pro. Uh, I'm excited. It's a great theme, but... And I've said this ad nauseum on the podcast, but I relate more to the McFarlane Venom and even the Bagley Venom with with the carnage and stuff. I was around for that, but all this other stuff I'm unfamiliar with, but I can really get on board with. I, But I like the experience thing. I was a big, you know, MMORPG player. I think that'll be cool for a game to have at home. It'll go quick, though, I guess, you know, getting up to max level, but the game luckily allows you to 
play at your level or just start over, whatnot. I think it's really interesting. And then earning, unlocking the other Venom characters, uh, that's great. I think it's really cool, but I mean, until I flip one, I can't really say too much. Wait, wait, you can't wait to flip it? I'm excited to flip it. It looks like a lot of the shots are, you can backhand even that left ramp, um, so it should be fun. Yeah, and you're trying to uh, trade your Godzilla for Venom, isn't that correct? Yep, get that pile out of here. That would be an interesting trade to make. I'm sure, I'm sure there's there's a lot of people out there that might make that trade <laughs> if you're legit making that. I'm legit making it. You're legit making that trade. Godzilla for Venom. Yeah. That's hmm. one of the hottest takes out there. And, and yeah, my Godzilla is a chromium, like topper, art blades, you know, all the mods you can think of. Well, not all of them. Really? But, yeah. But it's, it's I'm I, I'm tired of it. I, I really am. I there's little things about the game that just get under my skin and, and i have uh, so many questions now but i think i might accidentally make the podcast go three hours <laughs> we'll go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> like i don't know it's just little <laughs> things you know like today it happened again i started effing rampage and i couldn't progress and i'm like all right trap up but then the time goes out and it's like and then i lose and oh we're, ru- we're rubber bands ever on godzilla no not yet <laughs> well, I'd really only need it on the left lane because I can death save from the right alt lane all day. So without the tilt bob. Oh, well, well, for the audience, for the record audience, he says he's trading it with the topper. I think the topper was kind of like you're borrowing it, right? Kinda, yeah. The guy I'm trading yeah. the game to bought me the yeah. topper, so <laughs> yeah. It'd be like a lopsided deal if you're giving the topper to. He deserves all the toppers. What would I do? Or we're talking still. What are your thoughts yeah. on Venom? Venom. Thoughts on Venom. Is there anything? Is there anything else new? Like in the past couple of weeks since you guys last talked about it, if you've looked over it, that you're just like, okay, maybe this is a little bit different, or is it just you kind of have the same thoughts that you had before? Same thoughts, and I'm kind of more in the camp of I think that Pro has a lot to prove. And I might be I might be disappointed if I never get to play a premium. I need someone in the area to to buy a premium. Well, there'll be an LE you can play, maybe if you're good. Maybe if you're good. <laughs> he talks in mystery a lot. He's like, Well, I know someone who might let you if you you know the password. We've invited you, but you've you can been play busy. It. You can play some weird L. I don't know if I trust this man anymore. He's trading a Godzilla <laughs> for a venom. He's talking all cryptic. I actually haven't played Weird Al yet, so that Ooh. that's up my alley. If it's working. Wasn't that MGC? It was not, or there was a line. Okay. I've played it once, I think. And I didn't get to experience anything about it because the flippers were nearly dead. And somehow the actual monitor that's on the play field or whatever that is, it was completely out. So, what? Yeah. <laughs> Did you find like the one routed... Yeah, it was on route. Yeah. It had just shown up uh, locally here in St. Louis just a couple of months before that. And so, yeah, I went there. And the other problem was, too, they were playing the music so loud just in the facility that you couldn't even hear the Weird Al music. So it was almost like I was playing a pure white wood of a P3. It was so bizarre. And that was my one one time to get to play Weird Al. 
it's a cool game and the modes are fun and stuff like that but honestly i think i have more fun playing the baseball game on the p3 because it's just simpler and fun it's actually really fun it's a perfect side tournament game you made me think of something and i know we're kind of running long but there's been a lot of comparisons of venom and it's a p3 game or it could be done on p3 and people are using that as so thus p3 should be a real pinball and everyone should accept it and love it to death right am i off base thinking i'm hearing that i've heard some of that too i think what i would say back to that is as well you know the unfortunate thing with venom obviously it's everybody knows what's going on in terms of how well it's selling and it's kind of like okay the one game people are comparing to it's like the general public is not responding to it so I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how the general public responds to it once it's on location. And I don't know if we'll be able to tell with the pro just because you're missing yeah. the mechs that move and everything. And that is that's a, what I'm most curious about. That's a huge downside to it. But yeah. you know how fickle the pinball community is and how they can change. You know, who knows? We just got to yep. wait and you, see. Yeah, you never know. Like people get it on location, they start jamming on it. They may love the fast gameplay and the leveling up and. Hopefully they do. I mean, it's, I think we're just to that point to where legitimately it's, it's hard to tell. I, I don't remember ever having or ever seeing a pinball machine in which you don't know how the general public is going to take this game once they play it. Like we, we kind of heard about what it was and saw some of it before it got announced to everybody. And I think kind of behind the scenes, we were just like, this could go sideways pretty quick if people don't get to experience the premium and don't fully know like what it represents or the direction they're trying to take the game, just because it is different than what pinball has been before with the XP and everything. So I don't know, hopefully people respond to it and I guess we shall see. Yeah. I'm for one excited about the levels and everything and see how that is and just play it. And I love the theme and I, you know, I'm a theme guy. I bought a WrestleMania. That tells you everything. Hey, yeah, I had does. one too. <laughs> I had one too. We played John. Did you buy it or they give it to the you? <laughs> it was Ray's fault. I bought it from Ray. Believe it or not, <laughs> he had won it. I think at IFBA a few years ago. I think I literally bought it from him for way, way less than what an LE should be. Let's just put it that way. And it lasted nice. It lasted maybe three months, and I just couldn't take the John Cena music anymore. My kids just played it nonstop. <laughs> oh, I, that'd be heaven <laughs> to me. But I think uh, Ray should finish the code on that game. Is he allowed to? He should, though. Just for you. For all of us. For the community. Yeah, Yeah, if he's taking favors, Wheel of Fortune, too, while you're at it. (laughs) Oh, that's not necessary. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I did want to add one last thing on that P3 comment I had. Basically, with the comparisons... I would have a counterpoint besides what Travis was saying that's not selling very well is, well, you don't want every game to be the same fan layout. And it's kind of when you're working with just a third of the play field, that kind of can get samey, I would think. Weird Al's definitely not. It's a weird fan layout if it is. Like, there's a lot of side shots. No, I think I think Johnny's right. What you kind of pigeon your, pigeonhole yourself into when you have designs like that, it very much crams everything into one part of the pinball machine and the only way your options become either you make your game very busy or you have to make your game very fast 
I think we kind of saw the difference with what Scott Nisi did with his new game that's coming out, Final Resistance, in which he elected to make it very fast in terms of how the balls shoot back to you, in terms of how the shots return back to you. And then we kind of see that with Venom too, with the uh, fast lock system that they have on the pro and the premium. I mean, it's that ball shoots it right back to you quick. And that's kind of what you have to do to try to keep the player engaged. It's just, it, it's, I'm curious to see though, again, it just goes back. How will people respond to something like that? And, and to be fair with the P3, like the bottom two thirds, there is interact interactivity because like it traces the ball. There's modes where you have to yep. hit moving shots, you know, across that bottom two thirds because it, it knows where the ball is. Yeah, I just wish they would be able to have, I guess, what are those? Those scoops that come up yeah. out of the play field. I wish that they would be able to have a couple of other not necessarily gobble holes, but to have that at some point in the play field, like a jump ramp or something like that, that could kind of help you kind of deviate from just having the top third be the only area to where you do have physical pinball happen. And I mean, in theory, you could have ramps uh, like end at the top third and start at the, you know, the ramp could protrude, you know, over and then that scoop won't come out up on that game the ramp could you know be lower i guess if you know it was engineered correctly like it could start you know what i'm saying like the end of the ramp would be in the upper third but the beginning of the ramp could be you know in the bottom two thirds possibly yeah just attaching it down there it's kind of the tricky part right because you can't you know glue it down on the screen because the idea is you can change out the module. No, it would have to yeah, be a thin like that's the thing, but maybe when they come out with the P3 squared or something like that. <laughs> come out the next gen P3. Actually P3 Pro sounds cool or maybe like, you know, steal from the poor man, the P3 Dragon. <laughs> it breathes fire. There you go. Yeah, I, it wouldn't shock me though. I mean, what do you guys think? I, I know we're kind of we're kind of going down another rabbit hole here, but what if E3 decided to come out with a new upgraded module that did allow for lower play or lower half of the play field to be played on a little bit more? Like the LCD, say that you still have the same top module size, but the bottom part could come out and be swapped maybe like a smaller LCD and some scoops. Yeah, just something that maybe, I mean, they upgrade their their firmware, software, whatever have you, and it's just something that's kind of just different to where you can you can swap that out also. Sounds more like real pinball, so I like it. <laughs> to be honest, I think I think there's already too many mechanisms and moving parts in the in I know that's weird to say with that bottom two thirds the way it is, but uh, I don't think you need to add more trouble spots to that game. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of trouble. Like, it sounds like a lot of trouble, like removing the bottom half, and then you also have to right because it is yeah, kind exactly. of a maintenance headache already. You know, and you start adding more things. Ugh. We're gonna assume Jerry engineers something that works well. I don't know. It's it'd still be a pain. I don't know. What if nil the playfield just flipped, kind of like lights, camera, action, except not just one area. The whole playfield flips. <laughs> right up in by. Everything's wireless yeah. and all that. Yeah, that'd be a cool idea theoretically. 
That's what we need in pinball. So this, I always wish that there would be a mech in which you could have an upper flipper, right? But it actually rotates to the bottom side of the play field and just becomes a different shot instead of a flipper shot. If only oh, it could be made. Be cool. I'm too dumb to make it, but <laughs> yeah, hopefully somebody makes Let's it like talk that. Talk to Jack Danger. If anyone's going to do that at Stern, it'll be Jack. I'm hoping he does a three flipper bottom. You might get your wish. Who knows? <laughs> Jack, I know, I know you can do it. But will Gary let you? Or Seth? He's got his insert coin t-shirt on. So like, give me money. The return of the scissor. Well, is it your bedtime yet, Travis? No, not yet. I so Monica's out of town working. So I get to yeah, I get to stay up late. Yeah. I get to eat on the couch now. I get to not think about dying while driving at all. So that's <laughs> that's a plus as well. I appreciate you guys having me on though. This has been a blast. I've heard Neil talk more on this podcast than probably in the past three or four years. That's true. He's like pulling teeth the first episode, but he's become a natural now. Yeah, he's a wild man parking in areas where it says no parking or anything like that. <laughs> he's basically sleeping on Goliath, the roller coaster. He's like, eh, bit done it before. Yeah. We, we, we did a old tribal podcast, uh, thing at Six Flags. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah, I saw that you guys all went. How was that? That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's good team building. It was a blast. Yeah, and and it was a perfect day to go. We got on 11 roller coasters in six 11? hours, and that includes oh my a lunch break in there. And you guys weren't sore? I was speechless most of the time. I was a little... Did you guys like record the podcast while you're on different rides or in <laughs> line or anything? Matt was definitely freaking out when we were going up them hills. Those drops are huge. Holy cow. Yeah, so we're talking about the Gurney Six Flags Great America in the Chicagoland area. So those at home have been there. You know, like the fun rides are maybe... Like, usually it's a battle between Goliath and Raging Bull for what's the best ride in the park. Right now, on the record, Travis, if you've gone, you can vote too. But I'm going to say I like Raging Bull the best. I'm Team Goliath. Oh, I like I like the Raging Bull because of the four seaters. It's more camaraderie. They both have great drops, but I'm gonna go with Raging Bull just because I like the name better. I have no idea what this <laughs> ride looks like. I just like that name better. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. And you could theoretically join our car because Neil's on Goliath. We've got room for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, because Neil won't drive me anywhere anyway. <laughs> awesome. No, I'm actually, I suffer from motion sickness on a lot of rides, and I try my best. Like, I take all those pills you can take, and normally I do pretty well, but it was kind of warm, so I had a few hours of feeling really dizzy. But by the end of the day, I was back to normal, and was like, let's keep going. So, so was it like a, um, did you guys have a fast pass to go on all no. of them? Or? No. We didn't need one. They offered them, but we didn't Yeah, need the lines one. were short enough. It was that good say the lines were short enough i think the longest line we waited in was 45 minutes on max force which is notoriously like a two hour long long wait mm. now were they short enough to where you were on a ride you get to the end and then you don't have to get off you just get to go again you guys ever get to do that uh not not this time but a long time ago maybe 20 years ago there uh they did allow that and i did that on viper three times in a row I don't think they would wow. allow that. They don't allow that now because of that fast pass. <laughs> oh, wow. Rule. Void and requeue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Alright, well, I think this has to wrap it all up now. It's a great podcast, guys. Alright, lead us out, Travis. Uh, yeah, you guys can find me on Triple Drain Pinball Podcast over on the TPN Network, where I uh, get to hang out with Tom and have to deal with that bozo Joel from time to time. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where you guys can find me. So I appreciate uh, Johnny, Matt, Neil having me on this podcast. I had a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, you guys keep on rocking and rolling. You guys got some good shit going on over here. Awesome. Thanks. Well, thank you. And I'm Matt McCarty. You can find me uh, on Facebook or Tribal Podcast. Yeah, I'm Neil Graff. You can uh, find me on the Fox City stream. It's uh, pretty much it. All right, you all know me, Johnny Pinball, YouTube, and this podcast. And I want to personally thank Travis again for coming on, and we're going to see everyone on the flip. What's our email? I don't know. <laughs> okay, our email is triballpodcast at gmail.com. Borg out. Borg out. Borg out. They do what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, dick and they stop a friend. They do what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, dick and they stop a friend. I saw the hand. Thing, man. I saw what they
Thank you, Festa. I need you to go back to the bridge just then. Thank you, thank you. Now check this out. They do what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, dick and they still afraid. They do what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, dick and they still afraid.